Welcome to the GeoMob Podcast, where we discuss geo-innovation in any and all forms, whether for fun or profit. Welcome to another GeoMob Podcast. Today is a little bit of an anniversary for me because 10 years ago, some of you may remember, I chaired Phosphagy in Nottingham. Phosphagy 2013 was... A turning point in my life, to be honest. It was when I really became immersed in the OSGO community, fell in love with open source, and have been involved in that community for a decade now. So, 10 years go by, and the conference goes on. And today, I've got the pleasure of having with me Besford Guri, who is the president of the executive board of Floss K, which is the Kosovo open source geo organization and he's also chief executive officer at the Open Spatial Information Network and I've got Greza Niziri who's um, an executive director at Space Syntax and describes herself as an urbanist and I'm going to get to that Greza because I don't know what an urbanist is unless it's someone who lives in a city maybe. Um, Anyway so Why are they here? Because in just a few weeks' time, the end of June, Phosphagy is going to be in prison in Kosovo. And this is really exciting. You know, we've taken Phosphagy to some fantastic places. We've taken it to Tanzania. We've taken it to Romania. And now it's arrived in Kosovo. It's exciting for the team in Kosovo. It's exciting for those of us who aren't in Kosovo as we spread the word about open source. So, without further ado, let me welcome Besfort and Greza. Besfort, introduce yourself and just explain how you got to be organising Phosphagy this year. Uh, hello, uh... Yeah, so you introduced me as the president of uh, the executive board at Flusk. Uh, the journey started basically from 2009, uh, where we founded uh, Flusk as an NGO to promote open source and free software in Kosovo, basically. Um, during that period of time, uh, I was an employee and I started playing around with OpenStreetMap, which is one of the, the, the tools that we can say that it's part of the family of Ozio. Um Passing the years, I started contributing even more in open source directly to OpenStreetMap and then to other tools uh, like Quantum and uh, other tools that uh, we use nowadays also for the work that we do. So basically, um, after some period of time, we, we organized in 2019 State of the Map Southeast Europe, uh, which, is, which was dedicated to OpenStreetMap, but not only OpenStreetMap. Uh, in 2019, we had it also people from uh, the family of Opsio, if I can call as a family. Uh, different projects, dif- different involvements. Um, and after that, uh, we, we tried to, to do uh, even more. Uh, so we, we became local chapter uh, as Flask um, for OpenStreetMap. <clears throat> I'm sorry. And as well uh, for Ozio during that period of time. And then uh, we said it's a good opportunity for us uh, to, to organize Phosphor G. So this is uh, the entire leg, I would say. Great. Wow. So it's a long journey. This is 14 years in the making. Yeah. Pretty cool.
So, Greza, how about you? Not quite so long, I suspect. <laughs> um, well, not not that long, not that long, I would say. Um, nice to meet you, Stephen. It's it's my first time meeting you, and very very happy to know you're also part of the Phosphor G family and an alumni, I would say. Um, I'm Greza, as as you as you um, introduced me. Uh, an urbanist, uh, and getting at that uh, basically, it just uh, it just means that I have a background in in architecture and urban planning. But I do like to to put myself um, in the in the sociological aspect of of living in the cities also, uh, and do not uh, introduce myself as an urban planner, but as an urbanist uh, person that looks at the way how I live in the city first and bring that. Uh, to to uh, the profession also. Uh, apart from that, uh, I am uh, part of an NGO here in Kosovo called Space Syntax, uh, which we founded a couple of years ago, uh, where we try to work with uh, geospatial analytics um, in, in urban planning and in everything thing related to cities in Kosovo um, and as an NGO we try to use open source tools and uh, promote them. Uh, through our work and through uh, friends, uh, I've met Bespart uh, some time ago and other people from the community of open source here in Kosovo uh, and being of the field using geospatial tools all the time, uh, we've, we've built on that, uh, on, on our friendship and also on our professional relation and once once uh, he introduced me to Phosphor-G and all the community I became very interested and uh, in contributing also to it and then once uh, they they got the bid and we heard that Phosphor-G is coming to Kosovo of course I, I became involved in it um, so currently I'm part of the core team uh, that is organizing uh, the conference here. Fantastic um, I think one of the great things about organising a Phosphor-G is that you pull together a team of people and you energise those people and you become friends for life with those people. You know, I was out just a couple of weeks ago with two or three of the people who helped to organise Phosphor-G 10 years ago. So, you know, you've got a long friendship in front of you and... Um, I congratulate you both on the work that you're doing. So for the benefit of some of our listeners, best for, who don't know what Phosphor-G is or haven't been to a Phosphor-G for a decade, um, tell the listeners a little bit about what Phosphor-G is and also tell us when and let's start with when and where is it because we haven't got that out precisely. Okay, uh, Phosphor-G will, will be from 26th of June till the, the 2nd of uh, July. So it's a seven-day conference that will be hosted in Prizren, Kosovo. Uh, Prizren is quite nice city because I live there. And uh, I mean, actually, I'm in Prizren and talking to you. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't want to become localist, but, you know, it's the best city ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, what is jumping on on the topic? What is phosphor G? Uh, phosphor G for me, uh, uh, it's uh, b besides the conference, it's um, um, where you can um, you you can see um, 
the a lot of things regarding open source and free software but not only that you you will meet people that they are using the one of the softwares that maybe uh, will fit on your needs and then you can understand uh, the usage of that software uh, if you are a developer then you can see an opportunity developing something else uh, that uh, you need but people didn't think think that uh, it's on your needs and then you can profit out of, of that as a developer. Um, also, uh, you can, um, if you are coming from the life of academia, then you, you have uh, uh, plenty of opportunities to, 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 to speak to people uh, regarding the academia and uh, phosphorgy. Uh, so basically for me, it's uh, from a user to uh, a different level of usage of open source and free software. Uh, for geospatial, you can, you, can, you can meet this type of people. Uh, from data to the software, to the server, to everything what you can imagine, uh, there will be a connection uh, uh, inside Phosphor-G. So it's meeting, it's learning, it's doing as well. Is there a code sprint? Yeah, uh, the last two days in the 1st and 2nd of July are dedicated to the code sprints. Right, okay. So workshops, talks, meetings, code sprint, sounds like it's going to be fantastic. And tell us a bit about the people who are organizing it. Um, well, uh, we, we try to uh, combine a team that have different backgrounds um, for supporting us on a level of organizing and dealing with uh, the, the tasks that are uh, for, for, for us now uh, daily tasks. Uh, so uh, in the beginning, um, we, we applied as, uh, as a flask. We bid it as a, as a flask to organize it. Um, and in our bid, uh, we placed only the names of the flask. And after that, we developed um, um, the local organizing committee uh, with different people that has a background um, on organizing phosphorus. Uh, one of the first persons that uh, I personally contacted was Gresa, uh, because uh, uh, I think uh, the, the background that Gresa uh, has uh, would be a great support for us on, on a, a level of promoting and telling the stories of Kosovo in, a, in a, a better way uh, for organizing. Um, without giving the, the names, uh, I think everyone uh, uh, on a local organizing committee, it's uh, equivalent on the work that they, they are doing and supporting to organize it. Uh, someone has the role on a sponsor and finance. Uh, someone else, uh, it's more um, on, on a technical level uh, so basically, I don't want to mention the names because if I forget, some someone will, will uh, I will feel feeling bad. I will be feeling bad. So uh, I don't want to mention names, but uh, okay, yeah, uh, we try to cover also. Uh, uh, we, we try to cover Balkan area uh, on a different level. So we don't want it to organize uh, only as a community in Kosovo, but we. Uh, had friends that supported us um, from Albania, and then we went also, and uh, I would say internationally uh, uh, in global level to to have uh, people involved directly. Yeah, and that's something that I noticed because um, in the past 
the local organising committee was a local organising committee. You know, the committee for Bonn, they were nearly all... In fact, they were all German and they were nearly all from Bonn. You know, the committee for Nottingham, we were all British. We weren't all living in Nottingham, but we were all living nearby. So, but what I notice here is that, you know, you've got people from the Balkans... You've got people from, you know, you've got Luca from Italy. You've got um, people from Spain. You've got people from the States. I mean, it's a much more international committee, and I think that's fantastic. Um, has that worked well for you? Yeah, I, I, I could add here, actually, as Vesfert was saying, we kind of started with a team of around 10 people, and that was local, that was more local team. But as we uh, went into real tasks, we noticed that we really uh, would appreciate uh, some previous uh, experience. And then we started developing the team, and from a 10, 15 uh, members of, of uh, the local organizing team, we're above 25 or 30 uh, already because of the, the big tasks that we're looking forward. So we have uh, included people that have had experience on organizing prior Phosphor-Gs, especially uh, with the it Italy team, uh, Firenze team, because it was fresh and the after COVID situation. So they really helped us uh, with everything that they went through so that we don't have to. Um, and definitely, I think that looking forward into Phosphor-G organization, the local committee should change the name into just organizing core team or committee, something, because definitely yeah. having previous experience changes everything. Great. And I think it's something I know we've been talking about for a long time, that each year we shouldn't have to reinvent everything and learn how to do everything again. Um, so well done to you. Congratulations. So, Greta, um, tell me a bit about the programme. I mean, what's the, is there a conference theme, you know, some kind of special theme for this year? Uh, there's not a specific uh, theme per se. Uh, it's it's the usual phosphor-G uh, themes, I, I would say. But what we're trying to bring as Kosovo is just introducing the local community. Uh, that's going to be our main main goal. And we're trying to have that through everything that we do in the conference. Uh, basically, the structure of the conference is, is the usual, as you, as you mentioned earlier also. It's going to be two days of workshops. Uh, then three days of, of uh, talks, the conference itself, and then the last two days it's going to be a code sprint. Um, we will be having all, all the social events that go uh, hand in hand together with the conference, starting with a B2B, um, the icebreaker, gala dinner, and also uh, the side events, the different side events that are uh, planned to go uh, during the conference. Um, the the themes of of the talks are quite uh, quite different, uh, but also um, some as in previous years. There's going to be um, talks on use and application uh, use cases and applications, state of software, open data, of course. There's a specific track for uh, made in Europe. Um, and then um, all like education and, and different different tracks that 
uh, have been in other conferences and some editions also this year. Um, so that's for the general program. And then for the academic track, uh, there's no specific theme, but we've seen different um, submissions already, including software development, uh, different spatial analysis, big data, smart cities. Uh, and also what is very important for us, we have seen that there has been proposals that include uh, studies done for Kosovo. Um, so we're trying to bring that forward uh, as much as we can into the conference. Um, of course, apart from that, we have, we have uh, six keynotes uh, this year and we're very excited to have them. Um, I would uh, specify uh, the keynote from Miriam and Bonnie. Uh, they are my two favorites, especially uh, having the women uh, in there. Uh, but also I would like to, to specify the keynote that we have from Lorek uh, this year. Lorek is a, a guy from Kosovo and he's going to be trying to, to bring... Uh, the experience that we have with uh, using open source tools uh, in Kosovo and different studies that are being done in Kosovo in the field of FOSS. So we're very excited and we, we invite everyone to, to make sure to be present uh, at his talk. Um, we're going to have quite, quite a lot of different side events, interesting one. And as I said, also with the, with the social events, we're going to try to really represent the Kosovo spirit and the youth spirit. Uh, Kosovo is, for who knows, is known for its youth. Uh, we're like above 60% uh, under age of 30. So that's very, wow. very different from, uh, from many, many countries, but also from the region. Uh, and we're going to try to portray that throughout the conference with events and with, with everything going on. I know um, I have a friend who's Albanian and he said, and we were talking about the possibility of going to Kosovo and he said that it's an absolutely beautiful place to visit. And uh, of course he then said, well, and if you're going to Kosovo, you should come across and visit Albania as well. So, um, so you've got, where are you with the programme? Is the programme finished and published yet or are you still finalising the programme? We are finalising it. We have already published the workshop programme, so that's, uh, it, it, it is a final draft, I would say. There might be small changes if, if somebody cannot commit to the time that has been assigned. Uh, but else the, the workshop program is uh, finalized. Uh, the general track and the academic track uh, have already the first draft. Uh, the general track has a published draft, especially for the authors, so that we see their convenience and uh, if the dates or timing needs to change. And the academic track will be published soon. Uh, I believe within this week, uh, the programs will be finalized and people will be able to, to make plans. Okay, so best of all, um, people can book online now, I know, because we've seen that. Is the early bird still open or has it closed? It has already closed. Uh, okay. I think it, it was a week ago uh, that we closed the early bird ticket. Uh, but um, uh, w one thing to, to mention, maybe it's important. Uh, we we uh, have two types of the tickets. Uh, basically, as I said earlier, we wanted to 
to do the the theme uh, the basically invite more uh, of the the spirit in, in the entire Balkan, not only for Kosovo. So um, we made two price tickets, uh, one for Balkans and one for international one. The early bird we didn't have for for Balkans because it was uh, even cheaper than the early bird, so it doesn't make yeah. sense to to create another early bird for Balkans. Uh, so we we have two type of prices, uh, and we we try to to get people from Balkans as as much as we could. Uh, also with uh, um, um, with the tickets uh, on a way. But yeah, uh, early bird. Uh, it's closed now, but we have the other. Um... I have to say, um, compared to the prices in Western Europe, your regular ticket price, um, which for the listeners who are wondering how much are we talking about, is four hundred and ninety euros for the three day conference including the dinners and everything else, is a fantastic value for money. You know, I mean, I can remember when we were organising conferences 10 years ago, if we could get to $600, we thought we were doing well, you know, and you're down at under 500. So, I mean, it's fantastic. Um, And I, I guess that actually, this prompts a thought for me, which is that, Clearly, the cost of living and the size of the economy in Kosovo is is smaller than it is in Western Europe. You know, um, I'm trying to be careful how I say this. Um, does this Very drive... politically correct? Is that all right? Is that the way yeah. I phrased it, good. Yeah, because uh, where I'm going with this is it just occurred to me as you were talking, both of you earlier on, um, in lower income countries. Um, I'm guessing open source is more important than it is, you know, it's more essential to getting things done in government, particularly, you know, where there isn't the money to pay for expensive licenses and things like that. Is that about right? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's it's a very important aspect. I, I think that's uh, especially the, the organization where Bestport is part of, also with our organization. Uh, this is kind of what we're trying to push forward to bring also to the governments and to, to um, the locals that using open source would lower uh, costs. Of course, you have the problem with maintenance and everything, uh, but open source has a, a specific and much more important meaning in in countries like Kosovo, um, also for for students and for researchers, new professionals to to be to develop their career early on. It's way more affordable um, and just the general uh, meaning of open knowledge is what uh, what is very important for us to push here. Great. Okay, so. Having run a conference, I know that you can't run a conference without sponsors. The numbers just don't work unless you have sponsors. So, Besvar, tell me a bit about the sponsors that you've got for this year's Phosphagy. Uh, okay, call for sponsors is still still open, so <laughs> everybody can, can contact us. And uh, basically, when uh, you you talked about the the numbers and the prices and everything else, I think uh, one of the things in Kosovo that uh, 
it's important is that we need even more more sponsors. Um, <clears throat> the the good thing uh, uh, re regarding the sponsors, how we did this year, it was that we copy paste uh, the list. Uh, what was the the, uh, the sponsors of the last year? Also, the the people that they they are. Uh, part of the family of Ozio on on a way, and we recontacted them. Um, but that doesn't mean that everyone will become a sponsor. Uh, and as well, uh, from the the global level, uh, we we tried also to um, incorporate somehow also uh, local businesses that are running out uh, with uh, uh, from the package of Ozio. Uh, so basically, how we we get that thing to, to work out, it was that um, we we tried to contact directly also the businesses out in in Balkan and try to figure out um, uh, what one person uh, uh, worked directly with them. So he contacted. Uh, after the contact, we tried to do also online calls or meet physically if we could. Uh, just to, to, to bring them to Fosfergy and uh, explaining them that what can be the profit uh, becoming a sponsor in, in uh, Fosfergy and try to explain to them that it's really important to, to become uh, a sponsor. I'm talking here not for the people that are part of the family of Ozio, but I'm talking here uh, regarding the uh, Balkans in general that they become the uh, for the first time uh, sponsors. Um yeah, so basically, um, we didn't publish all the sponsors that we, we have already in the web page because we are still in the communication with them and trying to figure out the last minute things, I would say. Uh, but uh, everyone that it's uh, uh, that would would like to become a sponsor can contact us at uh, through the, the web page. I believe uh, there is a, a specific uh, um, space where we explain the email sponsors at phosphorg.org i believe it's the the the, the email uh and they, then they can uh, see the prospect as well uh regarding how they can become a sponsor and this type of things from my experience and you know not just running a conference but i've worked on the sponsorship team for several conferences since then and um there's two sorts of people who can sponsor Phosphagy, and I think it's worth just... There's, there's the people within the community who want to promote their work, possibly want to win... You know, there'll be a small exhibition at the conference where I'm guessing where the coffee or the food is. So they'll have an opportunity to show, show their products and talk to people and sell things or recruit people and so for them it's a great opportunity to give a bit back to the community but also to um to sell things and to promote their business but then there's another group of people who who i think um have been great sponsors in the past and i can see here and i'm going to call out two because they're not members of our community but they are important you know they are the organizations that use open source software, right? And they're not normally organizations that are writing open source code necessarily, or certainly not writing geotools perhaps, but they are organizations that use open source and just understand how important it is 
to support that community and foster that community. And they're the people who who benefit from free software, but then have the belief that they need to put something back into the community that makes that software. And, you know, I think there's a, a shout out for people like that who, who are doing it, you know, and I can see already on the list of sponsors, and I know there'll be more, but the European Space Agency, you know, that's a big organisation. Um, not quite as big as Meta. Um, you know, these are big organisations um, that are sponsoring Phosphagy. And I think it's great that they're doing it. You know, um, I know elsewhere there will be people who think that every corporate is sort of the devil incarnate. Well, they're not, you know, without their money and without the jobs that they provide and everything, we wouldn't have the open source community that we have. So I think it's great that we've got them. Um, and if there's anyone listening to this podcast um, who was wondering, should I be sponsoring Phosphor-G? The answer is yes, you should. Um, the community needs, needs your support. So uh, thank you to the sponsors. And if you're not sponsoring yet, just think about it. There's plenty of time to get signed up. So, Kosovo. We've talked about Kosovo a little bit, and this conference is going to be special because of Kosovo. There's no doubt about it. You know, every conference is special. This one is going to be very special, you know. And I said before we started recording, I am gutted that my own travel plans mean I can't be there. I think I would. Is there an online version? No. <laughs> no. If you miss it, you miss it. <laughs> okay. Are you recording it? Yes. Yes, we are recording it. Okay, so even though I've missed it, I'll be able to catch up with it a month or so later. Yes. You will be able to catch up the talks, but not the spirit. <laughs> exactly. And, Greza, you just... Uh, I think that was a great response. Is there an online version? No. If you miss it, you miss it. So... That's another reason to book a flight to Kosovo. Um, Greza, tell me a bit about Kosovo. It's your home, but tell me a bit about the country and why people should be excited about coming to Fosfogy. Well, I, I think as you, as you started saying, it is going to be a different one. Uh, Fosfogy has traveled in many places and uh, I, I believe they've all been special and more special uh, than the prior one. Uh, but we would like to, to think that Kosovo is going to leave, uh, leave a, a stamp on the map of Fosfogy. Um, not, not many might know Kosovo, but it's a very, very small uh, country, very new, small country, and as I said, very young one. Uh, we uh, are praised for our hospitality, uh, so that's what's talked when you talked about uh, Albanian and Kosovo people, um, and we will like uh, to, to make people feel, uh, feel that when they come to Kosovo. Um, it is a, an interesting place. Uh, the Fosforji will take place in Prizren, which we, as Besfort said in the beginning, uh, we like to, to say that it's one of the, the prettiest uh, cities you can visit, especially in this, in this part of the world. 
Um, it is an old, uh, an old city. Uh, there's a lot of history. There's a lot of things to see in the city, uh, as it is in Kosovo. Uh, Kosovo has different uh, landscapes, uh, very mountainous area, and then very um, developed urban life. Uh, very great and uh, interesting nightlife. Uh, so kind of a bit uh, of everything for everyone. Uh, so we're, we're going to try to portray all of that uh, through a week in the conference. Um, getting, getting to Kosovo uh, might, might be um, the biggest question that we've gotten uh, until now in most of the emails. Um, there's, uh, there's, of course, uh, ways, ways to come here. Flying is, uh, unfortunately, the, the easiest option. Um, there's flights, uh, direct flights, and also connecting flights for, from most, most places uh, in the world, um, directly to Pristina, where the main airport is, or uh, Skopje or Tirana, which are very near, um, around two hour distance from the venue uh, where Phosphorgy is happening. Um, apart from, flight, from flying, um, getting here by train might be a challenge. Uh, we've, have, we've had quite the questions on those, um, and we understand, of course, uh, the reasoning behind uh, choosing to, to travel in a different mode, but flights... Um, but buses, uh, buses are very, very, um, a, a very easy way to travel to Kosovo uh, from any any country nearby or uh, anywhere from Western Europe. Uh, getting a bus to Kosovo directly is very feasible, um, very safe, and very uh, economically <laughs> feasible also. So that's that's an easy easy way to come here. So. If I'm thinking about coming to Kosovo, is there an email address that I can yes. send to to get some advice on the best way to get from Bulgaria or from Germany or from France? Yeah, or, definitely. Or from we, the United States? Yeah, we, we, we have uh, different emails for everything uh, in, in our website, in the main the main website um, that would go into general questions I would say so just the info at phosphorg.org uh, would be the best way to to make the question okay. we've had a post in our social media we're trying to be very visible in our social media and posting all the time and we've already had a post on ways how to get to Kosovo uh, apart from that we've established a telegram uh, channel a telegram chat group uh, travel to to uh, Prizren, travel to Fosforji, um, which is part of the social media promotions that we've done. Uh, so you can join that channel and ask questions on how to get there, uh, best ways, best websites to look for uh, timelines. But also we want to, to bring people together in that chat group if they want to organize um, transportation to share a bus or taxi or or something we're gonna have a wiki page about that also i'm not sure if it's uh online but uh it it is it has been prepared uh but we're trying to find the best ways to to um, answer to everybody do we need visas you don't. Uh, there are some countries that do. Um, it is uh, there's there's well, even list. Britain that Brexited doesn't need a visa. Nope. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Yeah. So basically, um, if if you are in Europe, uh, even <laughs> even in in England, uh, you wouldn't need a visa. US doesn't need a visa. There's quite a lot of countries that don't. Uh, also, people and nationalities that need a visa but do have a permit, short-term permit or long-term permit from Europe, they wouldn't need a visa. Uh, that's very important to state. We've had a lot of students that are studying in Europe and uh, people that are working in Europe, even though their uh, passport might be from a country that needs visa, if they do have a permit, uh, they can come to Kosovo for 15 days, up to 30 days without a visa. Uh, and we have established uh, 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 visa application process that we have um, done for uh, people that registered or uh, applied for FOS4G. Uh, so we have an email visa at uh, FOS4G.org where people send their uh, details uh, and then we um, had a, a common uh, application in, in three, con three different countries, embassies, uh, to apply for a visa so that we make the process easier for them. Great. Okay. So the answer is you can fly there. You can get there by a bus is probably easier than a train. Um, there's going to be some ride sharing organized through the Telegram channel. Most of us coming from Europe and the States won't need visas. But if you do need a visa, there's a visa helpline. And we're going to put the visa and the information email addresses into the show notes. So anybody who wants to get in touch to find out about those things before booking, they'll be able to do that. Um, I think that's a wrap. I think it's going to be amazing. I'm gutted. I said it already, but I wish I was coming, but I'm not going to be. Um, you will feel waves of love coming across the internet from England to Prizen um, at the beginning of the conference. So know that we will be th I will be thinking of you and sending you all my best wishes for the conference. I've been there. It's going to be a fantastic journey that you're on. Um, and I can't tell you how fantastic you are going to feel when you get to the Sunday at the end of the code sprint and all of you sit down and have a drink of what's the the national drink in Kosovo? Well, beer and rakia are rakia. beer and rakia together. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It can be. So, so when you sit down at the end of the conference and you're buzzing because you feel so great about what you've achieved and how many people you've reached with the conference and you're sipping your raki or gulping your beer or doing both at the same time remember what I said because I've been there you know and I'll be thinking of you again at the end of the conference as you start to unwind and celebrate have a fantastic phosphagy last thing people if you're still listening and you're wondering Phosphagy is just the most amazing experience. You'll meet people, you'll make friends, you'll have fun, and you'll be immersed in Geo for a week. Go and do it if you've not done it before. Greza, Besford, thank you very, very much. It's been great having you on the GMO podcast.
Thanks, thanks a lot for having us. We're very, very excited to live up to, to your expectations and our expectations. We're very excited to welcome everyone to come to Kosovo uh, to first see Prizren, see the city, and also live the experience of Phosphor-G. It's going to be a, a great one. Uh, we're trying to make it the greatest uh, hoping we're going to achieve that. Everybody is going to be uh, together for a week. Uh, we have accommodation in the venue also, so people that want to live the 24-hour Phosphor-G experience <laughs> are going to be able to do that. Um, you're just going to see a, a Kosovo a small scale in a week, so we're very excited to, to, to welcome you there. Greza, best for Thank you. Thanks for joining us today and listening to the GeoMob podcast. We hope you enjoyed the discussion. Please get in touch with us if you have any feedback or suggestions for topics we should cover. You can get the show notes over on the website, which is at thegeomob.com. While you're there, you can sign up for our monthly mailing list where we keep you informed about upcoming events. You can, of course, also follow us on Twitter where our handle is GeoMob. Thanks for listening and hope to see you at a GeoMob event soon.